0: Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and I'm the Vice President for Research at the University of Michigan. COVID-19 has presented some of the most dramatic changes that our research enterprise has ever experienced before. On March 20th, the university ramped down all of our non critical laboratory research in order to protect the health and safety of our employees. We also ramped down the majority of our human subjects research and our field research. You know, also looking to preserve PPE, which was limited at the time, and to try to better understand uh, and protect our community. It was really unprecedented, um, but our research community addressed this challenge head on. I'm so impressed with my colleagues. And many of them use their expertise to find solutions to address the rapidly changing pandemic in addition to pivoting from their own research and the way that they were working and managing their families and all of the changes in our societies and personal life at the same time. All of our research is incredibly important and remains that way. Um, Catalyzing research across a variety of disciplines is one of our primary objectives But COVID presents distinct challenges for all of us in all of the ways that we're working right now and in in the ways that we think about catalyzing work. We also pivoted, like the rest of the research community, to thinking about how we could address COVID, catalyzing COVID research specifically. We developed a COVID-19 research index to increase awareness and foster collaboration among our diverse researchers uh, studying the coronavirus. That index now features over 320 COVID-related research projects led by the University of Michigan, which is stunning. It's been five months. This tool that we have has helped to visualize and to foster collaboration across our three campuses and beyond. We thought this type of approach was really necessary because the complex issues like global health pandemics can't be addressed strictly through the single lens of just engineering or medicine or the humanities. The integration helps us foster the new research and develop solutions across the world's most pressing challenges. The ramping up was very exciting, especially after sheltering in place and being ramped down for, for what felt like an endless amount of time. So our leadership, research leadership from across the university really worked closely with our public health experts here coordinated with our state regulations to focus on how we could get our researchers researching again and to ramp up and scholarship and research through a really carefully managed waves and process. We knew that as the largest public research enterprise, that this was going to be a a tiered and a phased process. Not only is it not a light switch to going back to the work that we, the way that we used to do it, it took days to ramp down and turn off the enterprise. It takes weeks to slowly reopen it the right way. So the timeline for us was on May 15th, Governor Gretchen Whitmer authorized the limited reopening of laboratory research, which is state regulated now. And May 21st, we had about 700 faculty and staff from six units on the Ann Arbor campus resume on-campus research and scholarship activity as part of our research re-engagement pilot wave. We learned a lot in that pilot wave in, um, in this new way of working. And by June 4th, we were ready to launch a second, more expansive wave of research re-engagement. At that point, brought back 3,000 faculty from 12 units. By the middle of June, we were really rolling along and we launched our third wave of research laboratory re-engagement, which allows for 45 buildings across Ann Arbor. And by the end of June, around June 22nd, we were able to launch our fourth wave of research re-engagement. At this point, we have About 5,000 researchers, laboratory researchers, entering buildings a day in about 74 buildings across our three campuses, Um, and that includes uh, graduate students and postdocs as well as faculty and staff researchers. In addition to the laboratory ramp up, we thought of creative and safe ways that our field researchers could get back out into doing the type of work that they're doing safely, taking to account for local conditions uh, in the places where they may be doing their research. Um, Initially, we opened it only to local research in Washtenaw County and the state of Michigan. And more recently, we've opened it up to field research outside of Michigan. And most recently, we've been working to ramp up our human subjects portfolio, which accounts for about 40% of our funded research. Lots of important work there from clinical trials to social science research, but also complicated in the variety of challenges and ways that those researchers interact uh, to account for from a transmission of virus standpoint. Our vision here at the University of Michigan has been to serve the world through research and scholarship. This really means using the collective expertise and resources we have, which are vast, uh, to find solutions for critical challenges that impact our communities worldwide. These challenges range from the current uh, pressing issues such as COVID-19, but also include systemic racism, which we have many researchers working on across the campus, climate change, substance use like the opioid crisis. In this way, our researchers are forever looking at the pulse of what is needed across our country, the nation, and the world, and seeing how our expertise can be applied. I'm always just so impressed in how the research expertise we have on campus is able to pivot um, to addressing issues that are, are pressing and that will have impact. Uh, our researchers here, and certainly our Office of Research, is interested in not knowledge just for knowledge sake, although that is indeed important as well, but how knowledge can really be moved to impact, so how we can have uh, research occur that then will move beyond just a publication into changing practice in people's lives in cases where it can affect the health of how we don't get infected from COVID-19 or recover more quickly, or how we address systemic racism, identify it and create interventions. Our researchers and our office finds it most important to be focused on the impact of this knowledge. I think public engagement is always important for the reasons that I I just mentioned in that the knowledge and expertise that we have here at the university is vast, but unless unless it gets out into the purview where it can be actionable, then we're doing it a disservice and a disservice to the public funds for which we receive to generate this knowledge. We are the nation's largest public research university and our extraordinary expertise across our three campuses just can't be overstated. Um, I really view and, and fortunate to work with a, a team of uh, leaders across the university that shares this view that it's our responsibility as researchers to use that knowledge to find solutions to global challenges, again, like COVID-19 and the other pressing challenges of our time. For example, the strong public engagement for this pandemic is comes from our School of Public Health, um, whose researchers pivoted and provided their expertise and their guidance to the state of Michigan uh, to figure out how to help manage operations while protecting the residents' health and safety. Our research community has also played a really important role in exploring how the pandemic has exacerbated health inequities that have even been more vivid with COVID-19, but that exist within our communities on a, on a daily basis speaking out and finding creative ways to translate that research knowledge uh, into the public purview and, again, into action in the communities is as more important today uh, as it has ever been, and it's always been very important. These are complicated times, (laughs) and I think To acknowledge one for our researchers that this is a difficult way to work uh, and it's been it's been a complicated way to to figure out how we're going to work differently in this time, but I've been really heartened to see how able and willing and how important people feel that it is to adjust to working the way that we need to work now to be safe for our communities. So I think that's one thing and then the other I think overarching comment is The creation of new science and knowledge here is how we are going to save our economy. It's our path forward. It's our only path forward. There's never been an example more clear of how science and the generation of research universities specifically um, can impact the common good in in a way that's so important. So um, without the generation of new science, we, we will not find vaccines. We will not find cures or ways to mitigate this disease. And with the path of science forward, whether it's, you know, do masks work or, you know, does how hand washing works or how many feet apart should I be from somebody? Uh, Science will give us those answers that will keep us safe. Keeping us safe as a community right now will be what opens our economy back up again, gets our kids back in school and really moves us forward as a country. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag Impact.